0: Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. You're to get
1: bored by baseball. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you, you, you. still have pro men run around tight pants.
0: It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. there's Saul Lamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob
1: Radford. All right, all right, let's go. All right. Baseball is not boring. You know how I know that because we've been talking about it three months now. Three months on this podcast. I wanna thank everybody for rating, reviewing listening the whole ball wax buying the merchandise buying the book on amazon coming out february 28th a damn near perfect game reclaiming america's pastime with myself rob bradford and joe kelly um so i just want to thank everybody we continue the conversation and we're gonna keep on doing it and we got big big news coming big news big big news and we're gonna get to that in the coming weeks, but we're just to say, we're going to have a lot of momentum heading into the season. We have a lot of momentum heading into spring training, just right around the corner. And, you know, you have a lot of these teams now they're getting a taste of it. They're getting a taste and giving fans a little, just a little taste, just a little taste, little taste with these winter weekends. And I stopped by the Red Sox one this weekend. It was so good to see people in person come up and say, Hey, listen, you know, I start my day. I subscribe to the podcast. And at 6 a.m. or whenever you wake up, boom, there it is. It's the way that I start the day. It's the, For people who like baseball, for people who want to talk about baseball, who people want to start their day that way, or maybe some point in the day, know that it's sitting there ready to roll. That's the way that they're going to do it. And that's the way they have been doing it. Like I said, it's been very, very nice just hearing this straight from people because that was our goal and that will continue to be our goal. Well, Like, there's a lot to get to this week because as we get closer to spring training, we sort of shift from the off-season stuff to actually guys throwing and catching and hitting a baseball. And one of the things that's sort of fascinating, obviously the WBC is fascinating, right? We already had Sean Spradling on, and he was great, talking, breaking down all the rosters. We'll continue to do that. There's been plenty of WBC pot talk. But one thing that people should understand is that – the WBC is going to impact the rules. They're going to impact how players play this game. And how is that? Well, you have all these new rules. Pitch clock, uh, holding guys or throwing guys over over guys, uh, bigger bases, no shifts, all of that. And I don't know if you know that. That's not happening in WBC. So basically what you have is a lot of guys who have to get ready. For these new rules and adjust their game and some of them dramatically if you have a slow pitcher i mean he has to figure out how to be a faster pitcher you have all this stuff you have the teams having to adjust you have all this stuff and you have to do it in about a week in some cases maybe two weeks and why because these players a lot of these players are going to wbc where they don't have the rules there's none of that i mean how insane is that that's crazy That's absolutely crazy that Major League Baseball did not implement this. And they'll say, well, they don't do this internationally. These other teams aren't used to it. You know, you have players from, for instance, from the Japanese League. They aren't doing this stuff. Like, okay, fine. But it's an MLB production. And so, as some of the players have been saying, either you don't do it this year, the year of the WBC, or you put the rules in during the WBC. All right, well – It is what it is, but just keep an eye on that. The rules are going to change everything. So really what I want to do here is I want to get into how the rules have maybe changed player acquisition. And a great guy to talk about that is Brian O'Hara and the general manager of the Red Sox. So I sat down with Brian and really we talked about when you looked, when you went into the offseason, how did you look at players? Do you look at players any differently because you had to say, "Oh well, hey, this guy's going to hit it here." There was a shift there, or well, there wasn't a shift there. Maybe that's a little bit different. Or uh, a pitcher, uh, a pitcher is really really slow, or maybe he's fast, and so it's made for him. I don't know. An example in Brian O'Halloran's case with the Red Sox, Kenley Jansen, one of the slowest pitchers in Major League Baseball, and he, you know, he has to adjust to this. That clearly didn't impact how they looked at how they looked at acquiring Kenley Jansen. Conversely, a guy like Mousey Yoshida, who they got, you know, he might be the benefactor of not having any shifts, which Brian talks a little bit about. But I think it's a pretty interesting conversation. You know, Brian's always good to talk to. Um and also what I also want to get to in this podcast after Brian is Ramon Vasquez. Ramon Vasquez is the bench, new bench coach for the Red Sox. Boy, you want to hear about some of the adjustments they have to make, they're going to have to make, bench coaches and coaches and managers are going to have to make to get ready for these new rule changes. Listen to this one. Listen to Ramon Vasquez. It's a good one. All right. So it's a lot to get to, a lot to unpack. We even talk about Brian O'Halloran, GM of the Red Sox, uh, owning a horse. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, So once again, subscribe, listen, rate, review, the whole thing. We really appreciate everything. We're going to kick it off with Brian O'Halloran. Then we're going to get to Ramon Vasquez, bench coach for the Red Sox. Thanks again. Enjoy. All right, baseball's and boring in large part because
0: Brian O'Halloran.
1: There you go. There, there's a lead in for you, Brian. All
0: right. Yeah, I don't know if that's exactly accurate, but uh, baseball is not boring. I agree with that. Oh, okay. All right. So, so why don't we do this? Give
1: me, give me your best. Uh, we, we, this is what we do usually at the end, but we'll do it right now. Uh, if you had to say why baseball is boring. Um, and I'll talk for another 10 seconds so you can think about this. But, you know, we had all kinds of answers. Eduardo Perez gave us, like, this four-minute thing, which I want to transcribe and put in the Hall of Fame. Pedro Grafalo actually was on. He had a great one. Jonathan Papawan said uh, grown men in tight pants. So so just give me, like, it doesn't have to be, like, encompass everything. But give me an example of why baseball is important.
0: Yeah, I just think, I think the, the batter-pitcher battle, the confrontation, the one-on-one... It's both a team game and an individual sport, uh, where there are individual battles. We can say that about other sports, but it's really um, really true in baseball. And uh, I think like just watching how those those battles evolve, how a pitcher tries to tries to figure out ways to get the hitter out, how the hitter tries a way to to, to in a game of failure to, to get the best of a pitcher and, and then beyond that how there's an entire organization behind those guys, each of those guys, trying to figure out you know, leading up to that, to that at-bat, how, yeah. uh, how they can succeed or, or maybe others fail, and then how it's going to go in, uh, forward in the future. So we've talked about stuff like
1: that in the last few months since we started this podcast. And the at-bat that I always bring up, and when you're talking, all I can think of is this is Daniel Nava. Daniel Nava. It's against Verlander, is that? Uh, oh, that was a great yeah. one, right? Yeah. No, this is, um, this one was the World Series. Bryce Harper. Was it World Series? Bryce Harper. The home run Bryce
0: Harper. Had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, right? So, everything about baseball was on display there. Everything. Yeah. And, when, and you articulate it even better than I could. But every pitch, like, is, what's he going to throw? Harper's thinking it. The pitcher's thinking it. The scouting report. Like, okay, you get to this count. What's he, where do you go here? And all of that, every single moment of that, and everyone, and because it's obviously it's high stakes, it's not just a regular season game, and then it culminates in this unbelievable explosion of awesomeness where,
0: you know, you have the image of the fans in the back. I mean, that was, to me, that was it, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and when it's in October, or maybe that was even November, I'm not sure, because the season went late this year, but... Um, but uh, it's it's you know it's heightened. It's an it's an incredible environment, and they had an incredible environment in, in Philadelphia. Uh, so yeah, I think I think um, you know, and 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 as you were talking about, I was thinking about it, every with every pitch, the advantage can change. You know the, how you know how things go. Counts. If yeah. a pitcher gets ahead of a guy. It's a different. It's a totally different at bat than if it's one zero. Um, but yeah, when you get into those key moments, the the Bryce Harper moments, the David Ortiz moments. That's another games, one.
1: You know, well like, that we just, we just had we were just talking to David Ortiz and we asked him which was the bigger moment you know the marathon bomb speech or, or hitting the Grand Slam because I've always said Brian, that to me that was the biggest hit in Red Sox history and here's my reasoning for it is that if he doesn't hit a home run it can't be a triple double anything else right. if he doesn't hit a home run you guys probably
0: don't go to the World Series right. I mean yeah. would you agree with that? Yeah uh, that was just like as much as David had conditioned us all of us for great moments and like Pulling a rabbit out of a out of a hat and figuring things out, all the all the great moments he had had, clutch moments he had had leading up to that, that was still the, one of the most shocking things I've ever seen yes. on a baseball field and in life. Um, and yeah, it turned it turned everything around. So part of that. Leads
1: it, and I didn't talk to. I don't ask. I actually haven't even asked him about because I'm afraid to. But um, it was the preparation one, which I know because I've got many people who've been dealt with it. Knew that you guys had Joaquin Benoit's up. That was a thing. Like they, now, we also know that some hitters use that and some don't. But that's
0: also goes like that. Another example of this, right? Yeah, the preparation. Right. The, you know all the work that someone a scout did yep. or a coach to identify that and to. to and not just to identify it, but to get it to the hitter so that it's actionable, usable for for him. And like you said, not every guy wants to wants to even know. Some guys just want to go up and, and see the ball hit the ball. But yeah. but I don't want I
1: don't want to, yeah. don't even want to ask him because it ruins like the the mystique. Yeah. There, right? yeah, just leave it alone. Yeah, leave, but you. I do know. I mean, I read, It doesn't
0: <laughs> doesn't make
1: it up. Anyway, that's not that, good job. Good job of saying "wide baseball is the board." You get a t-shirt. All right. Uh, so, um, but I want to talk to you a little bit about. Today, I've talked to a few guys about the rule changes, how it's going to affect. It's really going to be interesting for Mo Vasquez talking about spring training. And one of the things that I didn't really think about was how the WBC WBC aren't implementing these rules. And all of a sudden, you have to have this cram course for guys to like understand it. That's crazy in itself. Um, so we, we know that from the coaches' perspective, we've heard the players sound off on this. But when it comes to player acquisition and team building, it's sort of been a little bit of a guessing game. We can say, well, you prioritize a David Hamilton because he steals bases and be more stolen bases. But talk to, if you can, talk to you a little bit about when you go into this offseason, how much research was done, guesswork
0: was done, and how much emphasis there was on the rule changes. Yeah, so we um, spent a good deal of time on doing the best we can to figure out you know how it's going to affect things how you know which players might be uh might gain value because of it which players might lose value who might lose some hits who might you know be more important because of their range or whatever it might be on defense obviously the, the pitch clock is a whole different animal with how it's going to affect pitchers that that have uh you know that are that are slow or pitchers that that, that work with a good pace um but yet you signed yeah we signed Stanley jansen. jansen so Here's the, here's the here's the truth. We did a lot of work on that and and our analytics department came up with some, you know, uh, some conclusions and projections and things that they thought might be the case but the truth is like until these things are implemented you know you, you can't figure out every little bit of it of exactly how it's going to affect one player or another and we're all playing with the same rules we got to find a way to uh, to make the most of them mm-hmm. and uh, so we mostly just focused on like more the traditional fundamentals of evaluating a player and um, and, and obviously I say traditional traditional now means everything including right. analytics and everything that goes into it but but uh, we focus mostly on, you know, we don't we didn't want to overthink things. We focus mostly on the good players are good players, fundamentals are still fundamentals. But um, we 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 did we did spend some time looking at how it might affect things. So, can you give an example example of,
1: of um, like you said, you don't know. We have to preface this like yeah. but We don't know. Give me an example of like how a player you acquired might it might sort of help like uh, and obviously the thing that jumps to mind is shifts I guess because that's the one thing people look at spray charts and like oh look he hits it there and it's going to get do you have any examples of this?
0: Yeah I just think left handed hitters are going to benefit you know so uh, I mean Again, with Yoshida as an example, like we're trying to translate a lot of things. You know, he's, he's coming over from Japan, has incredible uh, uh, success over there, um, and 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 he can spray the ball all over, all over the ballpark. Uh, but I think we did have, and it wasn't necessarily because of this, but we did have uh, a desire to add a really good left-handed hitter to, to the to the lineup, um, and and uh, and and certainly someone that can that can use our ballpark and go the other way. But it, I, I would bet that every, if not. every Every left-handed hitter, the vast majority of left-handed hitters, are going to see some benefit. Um, I think it's to be determined how it's going to affect some of the right-handed hitters. So that was maybe one. You know, I, again, not the reason we. we no. Yeah, that, yeah. No. We, did, we did want to get a left-handed bat.
1: So I mean, the one the the, the hit that I immediately comes to mind, which is the hit up the middle. Like when you're when you and I were growing up, it was like. Hit the ball up base the middle, hit. right? That's yep, what you're taught hit. to do, right? Base hit, and now and, and now has become like an automatic. I didn't, out.
0: I didn't execute that very well no. myself. I don't know. About you were like you, a drag, you were like a Remy drag dragged
1: yeah, guy, right? Ball, yeah. yeah I
0: actually was, was a right-handed hitter, but Ooh. I used to beg my little league coach to let me go up left-handed so I could run. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh. Really <laughs> and that's why I didn't make it. <laughs> so close.
1: So close. Um, but you know that but that that is the one that jumps to mind and and, and I know that, you know, listen, I mean Jackie Bradley has has had a, a tough go of it last couple of years offensively, but I think that what hasn't helped him I mean, I saw so many balls get <laughs> taken yeah, away. He yeah. was a guy who got all the time.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's going to be different. You know, it's, for a while, it was all of us, players, people that are in the game, uh, adjusting to the fact that it, up the middle was not necessarily a hit anymore and that you, someone would place a ball somewhere you think, oh, that's a face hit. No, wait, there's a fielder there. Yeah. Now it's going to be reshifting as we watch the game back to, you know, a, a different, um, you know, different We're going to have reality. to have more. And, and by the way, you got. You can't put the
1: um, Brad Show Hall of Fame with Travis Shaw, Mike Mistakis, These guys
0: over at second base anymore. I mean, right, yeah, you need no, athletic right, second you need base, base, yeah. You know, um, and yeah, I, I do think that's another conclusion. Is just and you referenced it with David Hamilton, and yeah, um, not again, not that. You know, we're making decisions necessarily based off some of the new rules, but we are factoring things in, and and, and uh, just range and athleticism um, has to come to the forefront and be more important.
1: Do you, do you think as you mentioned Hamilton? You, Hamilton's a base stealer.
0: Do you do you think that is that the running game is also going to come back more? I think a little bit. Yeah. That would be my best guess. Um, I don't think it's going to be like drastically different, but I, I think some of the changes. You know, I, that, but that is one of the more unpredictable parts of it. Yeah. With the um, disengagement rules for the, the pitchers and. and, and and kickoffs and all that. Um, I think it's a little bit TBD, but uh, I, w- I wouldn't expect that it's like all of a sudden a different game than it was the last couple of years. But hopefully, more balls in play, more more speed, use of speed, more uh, you know, defensive uh, athleticism, and great plays. So uh, I think it, it should be a good thing and, and better pace. Well, that's the obviously that's the biggest thing. I mean, we talk about urgency, but also uh, when when
1: when it's one thing for the rules to come out. So the rules come out and you no. Know, Players have all worked up, and you know it's whatever. (laughs) But but, and then we sort of digest them, and then you get to places like the winter meetings, and you meet whether I don't know if Theo meets with you guys or whatever. As this has sort of evolved, as we get closer, have has your eyes been open more
0: and more about certain things about the rule changes than maybe initially? say you know they rolled them out we had had advance warning that you know maybe this might be coming down the pipeline for a while and um, so we had a chance to get used to it so nothing really recently it's more i think the big next step is spring training and getting yeah. out there and see, seeing seeing how these things play out
1: was there any talk about i mean about that is a frustration As i said that not the wbc not
0: happening I, yeah. and which i i'll be perfectly honest with you i kind of assumed that they were yeah you know, um, that's one of those things that, that uh, we can't control and, and I, yeah, I do wish that they that they had it, but the WBC is such a great tournament it'll, it'll be fun anyway, but yeah, it is it does create, uh, you know, a, a situation with us where we have to, for the guys that we have going over, going over to play uh, WBC, we have to you know, work harder to get them up to speed ahead of time and and, and beyond when they come back.
1: So, the, the, the cliche question is, hey, well, did the offseason unfold like you thought it would be, but playing off what we're talking about about how teams, you know, listen. The money is the money. The money I think was above and beyond what most people thought. But the same, but in terms of how teams approach players, was it what you
0: thought or was it different? Um, you know, it's always unpredictable. Like you, you, whenever you think you know what the market's going to look like, uh, yeah. you, you, you tend to be wrong. Um, but that said, look, we're you know coming out of a, a couple of years of uh, the pandemic. Um, a new labor agreement. Historically, you know, there's been you know robust spending. After, you know, in situations like that, after after a, a new agreement, where at least we know what the rules are, the economic rules of the game are for the next few years. Um, so we expected um, you know a, a, a robust market. You know, it was going You'd have to be aggressive to get players. You never know exactly how it's gonna play out. And so yeah, there were some situations that played out a wow, that was way different than I expected, and then others were where it was. So how about it's the, always dynamic. How about the guys, the way they were targeted? Like, they've they talked about this
1: in the last few years, like, where it becomes more difficult to get the guys that you want to get because teams are, more teams are looking at things the same way yeah. did you get
0: that sense even more this year yeah I think that is more and more the case every year it's the same thing in the draft it's the same thing with the you know major league uh, free agent um, market the trade market um, not that there aren't still differences you know you know, you know, every team is trying to evaluate players the best they can but there's a lot of overlap Um and, uh, and so yeah, there are a lot of teams going after the same players, and, and it made for this year, you know, a, uh, a tough trade market uh, and, and a free agent market that you know exploded, at least in some in some uh, parts. Of the because I remember talking, you know, like for instance, a guy like Brandon
1: Walter, like it was it was this guy. This is going back a couple of years. He was a minor league, you know, out of sort of nowhere guy, and teams were asking about him and they're they're probably thinking there they they're getting over on you guys they're like no you're
0: not like like cuz you, you know what it happens all the time and, and we get excited about some what we think is an undervalued prospect yeah. of another team like how we figured this out this guy down in the DSL we got this data on him or we got this report on him and, we, and we're like we'll maybe sneak him in as a, as a third player in a deal and, we'll him, and they're like we wouldn't trade him we love that guy you know yeah. so it's like and we, that's yeah. weird that's, that's, 10 years ago that doesn't happen right no no I mean it, it, that, that part is very different with like prospects that are deeper on the list, like not top 30, you're talking to maybe somebody's you know, 60th guy or a flyer or a you know, recently signed uh, Dominican uh, DSL player, uh, that part of the game has changed a lot. Who is, going back,
1: you've been with the Red Sox for a while, going back, can you identify a guy you're like, when you were able to take advantage of that, that you, you, that you guys were sort of able to say, oh... I mean you've had some good success stories, but uh, is there yeah, anybody that jumps yeah. to mind that maybe you I guess in, in layman's terms you would be able to you weren't be, yeah. be able to get now, but you were able to get back then.
0: Yes, I have one. Oh. Um, except there's a trade that didn't actually happen but everybody Well that makes knows it even better. It. Okay. Everybody knows about it. It was um, when we were trying to acquire A-Rod and we had the Texas deal and then we had a simultaneous deal to trade for Maglio Ordonez um, with, the, with the White Sox and uh, in that deal we asked for Brandon McCarthy who was an A-ball, um, A-ball right-handed pitcher and, um, you know, he was a nobody. He was he, not, not well-known. He wasn't on the prospect list. And we are, um, you know, burgeoning analytics, uh, st- very small analytics staff uh, had highlighted him. It's, I think it was just more like, you know, strikeout to walk rate and some good peripherals, but like simple peripherals. It wasn't, yeah. We weren't getting data and pitch data and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we asked about McCarthy and... and uh, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, sure." You know, it seemed like they, they were be sure what they had. And now, that's not to say I- I'm glad that all didn't happen yeah, because yeah, things yeah. worked out the way they were yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, but uh, yeah. so I'm not trumpeting that as something we were no. so smart. But, but but that's an example.
1: But that's you know, it's those that level of guys. I, I think I read somewhere. Maybe you can confirm with that I that you guys liked Jacob Degrom like early early yeah. on, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, we did.
0: That's, uh, <laughs> sorry, the, sorry. you are like, you're like the, sad Oh Greatest regrets of, uh, <laughs> of all our careers. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah. We what was that? Oh you did. What was what was when was that? Um, was like he was like single then like it seems like it was like around 2014, maybe. I could be wrong on that. Um, okay, but he was low level money. Yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah, I think he was in a And but um, well, that must, you know, it doesn't make you feel good that you get him. But yeah. was, oh, we were right. Yeah, we were right. You know, there's been plenty of times we were wrong. But uh, I wish the I, I wish the, the Mets hadn't figured it out. But, uh, <laughs> but did the Mets know? I mean, did they? Did, did, did well, you they you didn't, get, didn't trade him to us, but there were some discussions. But yeah. they they smartly held on to him, right, and, and didn't work out. Okay, yeah. But there's a lot of examples
1: like that. It's just, it's just sort of interesting the way I remember. Um, so I was just talking with Eddie Romero About uh, About the the top International signing sespedals And he was saying how that, I said, well, what stands out about him? He's like, the how the ball came off his bat, and we had measurables. I'm like, you had measurables? Like, that, <laughs> that seems yeah. like, and, and that is a thing, right? I mean, this uh, however, teenage kid yeah. in the Dominican Republic, you actually have measurables, which, again, yeah. 10, 15 years ago, that probably doesn't happen. Yeah, right.
0: totally. It's a uh, very different landscape, and it's and it's gonna just keep going. It's, it's, uh, you're, there's gonna be more and more data, on more and more players. It's, Still, it's still the case that there's more data you know, on the upper level minors, guys or a college player out of the draft versus certainly a 16-year-old you know, international player that you're signing. But you can get you can get uh, you can have them at your academy and, and get data on them as the ball comes off the that yeah. uh, or the or the pitch data. So it's it's different than it was uh, years ago. Does this lead to less sleep for a gentleman? For, 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 for yeah, uh, that's cute. Yeah, More yeah, we information. Don't we don't yeah. sleep a lot anyway. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. But there's, there's there's a lot going on, but it's it's, it's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. So that's the job. Yeah. All right. How's the horse doing? You own a horse. Yeah, you own so. a horse. You are, I, I don't want to misrepresent this. You do own a horse. So. I owned, it, it always sounds funny to say, a piece of a horse. People say, what, what piece of it? Like, is it the hoof, or what it's are we talking delicious. about? Like, no, uh, just, I'm kidding, know, I'm kidding. So yeah. we, my brother and I, uh, and some other family members, uh, you know, uh, I grew up loving horse racing, going to going the track with my dad, and... Uh, That's the sport it's, of the future, it's coming back. I, I hope so, I love it, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know about in Massachusetts, but, uh, but uh, anyway, we uh, my brother convinced me to, to jump in on uh, on, on uh, getting involved in, in, uh, in owning a horse that was grown out of New New York, Saratoga and Aqueduct. just when the horse was was starting to go, got, I think he came in third and things were going well. He was looking up and he got claimed. He was he was running. I don't even know if you know how it works, but it, it's, it's basically like yeah, claimed off waivers. Got you got know, taken, like, all, taken from yeah, you. Yeah, you got taken from us. Your analytics uh, showed that he was a good horse, and someone else had the same yeah. Experience. So I have I have our analytics department. I haven't told Heim this, but I have been working uh, you know late at night on on horse racing. <laughs> uh, so that's how that's how I identified that horse. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, th- that horse got claimed, so we took the money we got from that, and put it in another horse and she it was she uh actually she didn't seem to have a lot of talent but then her last race Ooh. she ended up out of nowhere winning the race but then she got hurt and she had to retire so now we're looking for a new one i was going to ask you for major league comp until you st- that took a turn and
1: yeah the I time. I, I can't uh, that would that now. would be unfair yeah, anyway. that's not a good idea all right <laughs> uh, yeah well hey listen uh, listen i i every time i talk to you i'm educated more and more um, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much to Brian O'Hara and good stuff from him. Now we have another perspective. Bench coach, newly appointed bench coach, Boston Red Sox, Ramon Vasquez. Uh, for me, with a new job,
2: starting to build a relationship with the guys and, and, and and talking to them and all these new rules talking about this new stuff coming up mm-hmm. new challenges and to everybody this is going to impact hitters and pitchers
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's
2: something that, that's really what we're trying to accomplish just go see them talk to them, talk about the new rules and, 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 and how they're doing you know family-wise and uh, how they're training. We actually want to sell the facilities where they train, which is pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah I never had facilities like that when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to see Keek at his facility where he trains in the off-season, which is amazing. Um, you know, I think looking forward, looking ahead, like something I really would love to do, maybe see more guys, travel more, go to different places. I guess there's a bunch of different guys working in different facilities in different uh, states, so I think there's something I would love to
1: keep doing. You had mentioned the rule changes. So for bench coaches, I think this is going to be. We don't know what the rule changes are going to look like, right? For anything. What's your take on it? Like, what, what's what's a, if you had to like power rank? If you had to say this is a thing that's at the top of the top of my list in terms of this is going to change and we have to be ahead of it. What are some of those things? Besides, obviously, you know, obviously, you have to be quicker for pitchers, and I mean, you know, party. The, the, I,
0: for me,
2: I, I'm I'm really looking. I'm going to look into the, the, the whole clock thing. Mm. I think this is for certain pitchers. It's going to be an advantage for certain pitchers. It's going to hurt them. I think, um, I think the pitchers, some pitchers do like it. Some people are going to have to adjust. Um, but right, I think is who, who's really going to take charge and say, I'm going to be the you know, the advantage here. Yeah, like, it's interesting. Yeah, the whole 15 second and 20 second. You, 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 it could hurt a hitter. It could hurt a pitcher. You know, if you grab the ball, you get on the rubber right away. Yeah. You, know, you see how some hitters want to take their time getting on the box, and now it's, that's not the case. You can be calling time. No. When you're getting set, you know, all of a sudden you get on the box and the pitcher comes set greater pitch, and now you're like, wait, wait a minute, you call time, well, that's the only one you get. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, I am I'm, i can't wait to see. I mean, I hope they enforce this in screen training, because I really want to see, I really want to see what, what is this going to really going to be like. Um, I mean, the bases are really not going to, you know, the picks over the first base, it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think there's... Very few players where you're picking over three, four, or five times. Yeah. You want at bat, you know. What we're going to steal the base is going to steal the base. Yeah. So that's. Butthead. Do you think there'll be more stolen bases? I mean, that's sort
1: of like the narrative, right? Is it?
2: Some. I think there will be. I think yeah. there will be. I think. was I think. Uh, I'm more worried about not the speed guys. Those guys are going to run. Yeah, no matter yeah. what. It's <laughs> more about the sneak guys. Guys. You know, not the red, not the green, but the yellow. And the ones in between is the guys that are actually we need to take a look and, and, and have a plan. But that aspect of the game, I'm not really that worried about. I'm more worried about the hitters and the pitchers, the, the time, and the time for signs. That's true. The time for signs is going to be crazy. Like, after a pitch, the hitter looks over... How quick can the manager relay a sign to the third base coach? Yeah. So for the third base coach to relay it, yeah. I mean that usually can take about ten seconds. Yeah, five seconds for the manager to give signs, another five seconds for the third base coach to give signs. That's ten. We don't have that time anymore. And that's not even including all the preparation. The hitters. Yeah. So do. you see the sign, like okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like. It's it's I think it's insane.
0: <laughs> to be honest, I think it's sorry. I think it could have been
2: it could have been a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. We could have started I mean, if this these was what we were trying to get, yeah. I think we could've started I don't know, twenty-five and thirty seconds. Well
1: and here's the other part, and I've talked to plenty of guys about this, is this is the major leagues and when you get to this like we can say it happened to minors, but this is the seventh inning on. The most important times. All this stuff is happening with the Game on the line with a lot at stake. I mean, that's another part of this, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think there's pitchers that take their time in certain situations to think about this pitch they want to make. And yeah,
0: there's no time. You're gonna grab the
2: ball and you got it. You got 20 seconds. Yeah, to figure it out and and deliver it. Yeah, you don't have 20 seconds to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have about five to eight to get on the rubber, and then you have the rest of the time to make the pitch. But it's it's going to be a lot of mistakes. I hope it doesn't happen. But I, you know, when you you know, many times you see a guy make a pitch go behind the rubber kind of rub the shoulders oh, yeah stretch yeah yeah I hope I hope
1: injuries another one too yeah
2: I, I'm worried about that right? yeah yeah you know, um, you know how many times you take a swing and you kind of stretch your back yeah, yeah. a little tight here and there then you go and you keep going right back now, now it's like no time you need to get on the box <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's I guess we'll see and we haven't even gotten uh, the shifts right Shifts. I I actually went through the shifts in wind ball. Yeah, we did the shifts, uh, most shifts in wind ball. And uh, it's kind of like more back to old school baseball. Better athletes. You rely
1: on the athletes at second base and obviously shortstop. Yeah, definitely. There's a couple
2: things we could still do.
1: Yeah. Well, that's so. This is what are the things you can do? Like so? Like I hear. I hear crazy stuff, like almost like putting a guy in motion. You know, no, like no, no. I guess you
2: can't you can't put him in motion. And he, but like, as long as you don't cross the as bay. long as you don't cross yeah, it, yeah. ball is hit. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't not looking more, much into that. But there's just certain situations, certain ballparks. Yeah,
1: I think
2: so. We'll see. Oh, with the outfield, loving
1: captain, I guess outfield There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, 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 you know,
2: um, there's opportunities to do stuff like that. We'll see (laughs) if we do it or not. If it makes sense at some point. But uh, it wasn't that much of a change with no shifts and what it was. I thought it would be. You know, some balls. Went through whatever, like you see that line drive in the grass over the second baseman's head. You're like, oh, that used to be an out, <laughs> and, and now it's a hit. So a lot of a lot of hitters are going to be excited about it. Uh, they're going to be happy. But you know, I think bottom line, pitchers, pitchers know yeah. that's a hit. Yeah, you know, they got to make a better pitch. Uh, but that's not going to be too much of a concern for me. I'm, I'm concerned about the times, yeah. the clocks, yeah. and not so much. You know, like I said, are you gonna do drills? So you you gotta
1: manage spring training, right? You gotta organize spring training. I'm, so I'm organizing spring training. Yeah. So is there drills you can do that like this is I don't know if this is a Bush question or not but you have to get ready because everyone has to get ready
2: well, we, we have plans yeah there's a, lot of, there's a lot of work to do yeah there's a lot of work to do you know bullpens it's going to be with the clock yeah in the bullpens you have this amount of time until you receive the ball there's gonna be cloth probably on opens. Make sure making sure the guys yeah. stick with the times. And and same with the hitters when they're Taking live VPs live BP's. When you do live VPs what's going to be clocked for the hitters?
1: So, so yeah, so so right company. away, what we'll notice is there'll be a clock in the bullpen to practice. So when <laughs> even on the even in Fort Myers on the sort of like you have those four mounds, you will have yeah. clocks on have six pack. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And then in live, you say live BP VPs.
2: will live VPs, yeah. be clocks. Okay, the hitters can be talking. You know, I mean, I, I guess at some point we're going to just let the guys pitch. Yeah, and. And make sure their, their deliveries are where they need to be and, and there's going to be clouds at times yeah. but there's going to be lays. where like, alright this is the real thing here in live BP. we're going to run it with the clouds uh, definitely that's something we're going to do um, um, and games for me it's going to be a challenge during the games Yeah. like it's it's just where I need I don't get to practice giving signs to the coaches, to the catchers, uh, to relate to the pitchers to, to use the pitch calling. You know, it's it's gonna be fast. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be really fast. I I might have three seconds. Yeah. Maybe. I mean catcher catches the ball, But also back to the pitcher, he looks at me. I can't even this is so, so, the point is, usually you watch the their coaches signs you we'll watch the runners behaviors you know, the coaches you know to see oh, do I want to pick over or do I want to pitch out yeah. do I want to fastball up? Oh, yeah. the case gonna run. I feel like he's going to run like I can't do that no more yeah. cause I gotta get my signs quick I gotta think ahead of what I think they're gonna do and relay a sign because I don't have time to watch him and then give signs because the catcher needs to give the pitch yeah. and he needs to get on the rubber yeah so it's just it's like you almost you have, you have to play without signs <laughs>
1: I mean, you do, right? I mean, it's like... You have to pick your
2: spots. I have talked to coaches that did it in the minor leagues, and they said, well, you know, it it works. You know, we we made it work. And they already play baseball. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... But I want to get the feel of it. Yeah. I can't just hear it. Like, yeah, it was fine. Like, you know, you're in the minor leagues... You know this kid, he's not gonna run. But like, like you didn't give a sign that one pitch. Like it's very well we're in the this here. Like I we need we need to give signs, we need to we need to play the game. Like I, I just don't I need like I said, I need to have the feel during the game of what it's gonna be like. So we'll see, but that's that's the area where I'm thinking about too much. Like first and third defense. You know the catcher comes out forward gives signs. Yeah. I mean I guess You can't do that anymore. I mean you won't be you you won't have time. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah, yeah. The catcher the catcher is okay. the only one that has the power to go forward and give signs. Okay. But then at the same time when I read the rules it's only the catcher. Like what about the teams that have the third baseman gets Bump signs, right? Can he do it, or can the catcher go up, like he's stopping the game, and then the third baseman gives the sign, yeah, and then we then we move to the play. So
1: the catcher is the only Uh, one who can call time to stop the clock to give signs. Yeah, okay. Okay. And I
2: guess that put that on the rule because they've seen that the catcher gives signs all the time with men on base. Right. So so catcher,
1: (laughs) this is crazy. (laughs) So catcher goes out. Calls time because he can call time, stops the clock, and the third, the <laughs> maybe the third.
2: Not for us. We, we haven't given signs from third base for a while. Yeah,
1: yeah, but other teams. But other teams have. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but he, how long does it? Is there a stipulation how long that lasts? They have they have a certain
2: amount of time to relay to do a sign, okay. and then move back to his position.
1: And then that's when the, the clock up, starts. The umpire, yeah, and
2: then the umpire has. Okay, uh, yeah. All right. uh, but obviously, first and second, first and third now how many times are they going to be able to do this I know there's a rule of how many times like you know a guy fake breaks from first and third first and third fake breaks and I'm like okay well they might know what we're doing we want to change the sign so catcher goes back out there yeah and gives another sign I mean is this really going to be something we are going to be able to do or we can only do it once per batter yeah this is, oh, yeah. this is questions so this I have question for MLB we arrive at speed training uh, so there's a lot of a lot of and you know what stinks we, about it well yeah. you're a big WBC guy so I'm not gonna I'm not having the guys around just, when we have we're gonna have quite a few guys and it, it, it's gonna it's gonna suck a little bit because they're gonna be there for a couple of weeks we enforce the rule we teach them we talk about it then we're gonna, they're gonna leave and they're gonna be they're, they're gonna play without the rules. WBC yeah. isn't playing with the rules. No, and then that's that's stupid. And then <laughs> and then well, I guess. Overseas, they don't. Play, they don't. They're not yeah, sure. but I mean, this isn't. An, anyway, this is my own thoughts. It doesn't get you know, you Yeah, I agree.
1: But because it's like this is, if you're gonna put in spring training, right? I agree. This is the p- penalty you pay everybody else. These guys still have to get ready for the season. Like I'll give you an example: Kenley Jansen, right? The slowest pitcher in the majors. He's gonna to have to get used to this, and he's gonna be the WBC not having to do it. I didn't see. I didn't even know that they didn't have the role So they we have
2: a few weeks to prepare them. Whether they want to do it and work on it once in a while while they're playing, mm. not necessarily the pitch clock, but the coming set part. Mm. You can't do any more than a bunch of foot plants. Like yeah, all these things. Hopefully. It fixes that so at least fixes fix one thing yeah yeah um yeah it, it, if if some of those guys make it all the way to the finals they're gonna arrive the spring training here are a week to go yeah, wait a few days to go yeah to start the season I that's gonna to be tough. Yeah. yeah.
1: To Sorry, t- man. To us, to us. I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean to like give you anxiety. Oh no! I, it's exciting!
2: No, it's exciting! It's exciting! We already talked about it. We've yeah. been talking about this. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a, it's just a tough year to, with the new rules, WBC. Oh, yeah. I mean, is this really a good idea to do it this year, to change the rules this year? When you look at it, it's a terrible year to do it. Yeah. Because of the WBC. Yeah. If you're going to play WBC, if you're going to apply the rules in WBC, great. Right. But if you're going to incorporate these rules, it should have been done next year. Or maybe it should have been done last year. Yeah. I just think they should have done the WBC because...
1: But Either or yeah, You're right anyway, It's it's over It's over Alright well, Listen Let's we, move on <laughs> We solved a lot of problems I just want to say congratulations yeah, Thank you Excellent So it's it's going to be It's going to be fun Like this All it this stuff be. is fun It's yeah, like you know, it's, you
2: know what I like challenges It's yeah. going to be challenging It's already challenging New job New um, New stuff on my plate which I've done before. You know, I run running game. I run, run, run spring training before yeah. for a little bit. I did it in 2020 when Ron was managed for those few uh, weeks of spring training, and I helped him dealing with the scheduling. So I'm going to be doing the scheduling, dealing with the base running stuff. Helping Alex, preparing for games, like I have managed before for a few years now. So I'm excited for the opportunity. I'm going to take all the challenges, you know, all this new rules, new challenges. You know, that's good. It'll be good. We'll we'll we'll,
1: we'll, re- we'll, recon- we'll reconvene in like four months. Yeah. Like it'll be good. Yeah. Right. Thank you.